Now, now bottoms, bottoms up, up and double, double oceans. Bottoms up, bottoms up, up. Let me see you go. Wow, I can't believe we're all Nicki Minaj in a trench coat. <laughs> all huh? three of us. <laughs> we're three Nicki Minaj's in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Andrew's the body and Courtney and I are each one butt cheek. <laughs> Andrew's the bottom yeah, right and we're both the, the top. <laughs> <laughs> we're each one boob. <laughs> no, he- no head? <laughs> uh, no bitches? Uh, that, was a good, that was a good warm up. I died. Yeah, that's just a that's our vocal warm up. Uh-huh. Me, 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 me. We need to be doing more. Do you guys do vocal warm ups before? No. The, I don't. I don't. I don't vocal warm up, but I feel like we maybe should. I just ripped the nastiest bowl. I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna lose my voice halfway through. I'm wearing an. Okay, out- so you guys do the costume. opposite of vocal warm ups. <laughs> you say you're wearing a costume. I'm wearing a costume for today's episode. Uh, Courtney looks incredible. I've decided to wear a costume Why, now for what? our episodes. Maybe I can record a little video at some point, and then it'll get some attention online. And No one should see what I'm wearing. The biggest bikini t-shirt for Mazatlan. They describe what that is. Just probably oh, like a t-shirt with a bikini painted on it. Or printed on it. Oh. It's on I'm my, nude. It's oh, on my B-reel. You should record that. Ours is on our Patreon, oh, but Andrew's is on OnlyFans. <laughs> we have Art Farts has an OnlyFans. Spring God. break! Welcome, Jesus. Welcome back to Art Farts. I'm Nicki Minaj. I'm gonna live forever. No. What's happening? <laughs> We've taken over the podcast. The women win. The women win. Well, you already outnumbered me, so uh, I mean, sorry. We already have full control of the of the board, too. Yeah, you could literally do anything you want to this podcast, and I would have no say in it. I farted. Not in real life. Well, maybe exactly. In real life. Exactly. I'll show you a real life fart. Welcome to Art Farts. <laughs> I thought you were going to fart. Oh, I was I'm about Andrew, to press the, the. Oh, I'm Leanne. Wait, I didn't say. I didn't even tell. Oh, I guess you guys didn't really reveal your names. But, like, you don't need to at this point, right? They all know who we are. What if this is their first time? They're going to be like, go. Stop. <laughs> well, if this is your first time, let me tell you, this is an art history podcast where the three of us uh, give you some art history, but we're not art historians, so it might be a little dumb, might be a little silly, might be a little incorrect, but that's our brand. Wow, Andrew taking Andrew. over the intro. That was Sorry, dang I feel like, I felt like I you know, just wanted to, you know, maybe like contribute a little more, you know? Nice work. Oh. I loved it. I loved yeah. to hear it. Oh. What he said. Yeah, f- for real. I'm Courtney. Leanne. I already said that. <laughs> I already said I'm Andrew. I'm not Nicki Minaj. Fuck. Sorry, Nikki's not here right now. But please leave a message after the beep. Beep. Um, yeah, we take little turns doing little art history stuff. And today it's going to be Andrew's episode in a little bit. But... Before we get to that good, good, good information where we might learn a thing or two, we have a little bit of bits for 
plan for today. I like that you said the beep and then went into our thing because now technically our whole podcast is the voicemail to Nicki Minaj. Oh. <laughs> oh. Hangs up. And, oh. And, and it's so true. Oh. And it's so true. <laughs> Nikki, this one's for you. Uh. I'm, I'm proud to the be. <laughs> we can't. All it's right, so no. we just Nikki, started. Nikki, it's not for you. Shut it off. Um. So first, first little bit we have going on today is this day in fart history, 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 history. And this is when um, we look up a little bit about what has happened on this day in fart history. Um, I don't have something from this day, but I have something from the, the era, era um, <laughs> <laughs> of, of what's been going on. That's fair, because sometimes things aren't going to happen every day, you know? Yeah. Leanne, pick a number one through three. <laughs> so ready to say Whoa. 16, two. <laughs> 16, two? 162. No. Two. Two, okay. Um, on August 15th, 1248, the construction of the new Cologne Cathedral and the Gothic style begins with the laying of the foundation stone by Archbishop Conrad von Hoshtien. Okay, Conrad. Which was completed in 1880. What? Wait, that's crazy. Started in 1248. Finished in 1880. He couldn't have been the only one to build that. That's <laughs> insane. Mean, what is this thing that you said? <laughs> a cathedral is, is, was? in Gothic style. Must have been really uh, complex, you know. Yeah, geez, that's hundreds of years. Okay, Andrew, pick a number one through three. Give me one. August 15th, 1918. The longest work of animation then produced, The Sinking of Lu- Lusitania mm-hmm. by Windsor McKay was made. Nice. Oh, of am- animation, you said? Yeah, nice choice. That was in 1918. Wow. Pretty cool. I bet you could log that on Letterboxd. Uh, probably, yeah. The they have like everything on there. Okay, and I'll take number three, August 18th, 1737. The first public admittance to the Salon de Paris art exhibit at the Louvre in Paris. The first public admittance to the Louvre happened around this time, 1737. Ooh. Wow. That's a long time ago. Right? Wow. Right. And now the Louvre, the Louvre is the most visited art museum in the world. And a pretty good song yeah, by Lord. I have anything to say about it. <laughs> and a pretty good, an okay song by him. Oh, I like that song. No, I'd say, oh, oh, good. That's what I was saying. You said pretty good. Like, it's. I mean, it's she not hates like. Lord. <laughs> I hate the Lord. It's a, well. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, and we might get a little oh. sacrilegious in this podcast. Not in oh. this episode, just in general. Um. No. Yeah, we won't really get very sacrilegious in my in my content. I will say. So now that concludes this day in fart <laughs> history, 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 history. And now it's time for a little bit we like to call artist for... Wait, are we doing artist? Is that what it, this is going to be called? Yeah, it is. I've, I have been trying to uh, come up with more games. And I will say, I've, I've thought of a few, but they're all um, like visual. Oh, you know, yeah. like, but And I, like, I want, I want our, our, our listeners to play along. And it's hard to have uh, somewhere where the listeners can play along with the visuals, you know? We need to um, have a live feed. So I'm still I'm still a live feed and how how and you explain to me how we do that. 
I get a thousand <laughs> followers on TikTok, and I'm streaming everything we do. Please follow Courtney okay, on so TikTok. <laughs> it starts with you getting a thousand followers on I'm TikTok. I'm so close. I've been trying for so at? long. I'm at 9.05. Fuck. I need 95 more people to follow me today. I'm literally on oh. it. Now. I'm going to make posters, and I'm going to put them up. Sun butter lover. I guess I'll finally follow you. <gasps> you definitely no, I'm kidding, do. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, we, but we can work out a visual something sometime. Maybe we'll make a YouTube channel. I don't know. Who knows where this is going right? to take us? I'm well, not I mean, stopping. We could do anything. I'm not stopping till we get our feet off the ground and learn to fly. I'll never stop. I don't want to work. Oh, <laughs> I actually told them my I, mean, ma- I know. Neither. It's not work when you're with your friends and you have a root beer. <laughs> it's not work beer. when you don't get paid for it. <laughs> fair, fair <laughs> enough. Um, this this next game is called Art. This next game, like we've played any game so far, this only game is called Artist versus Fartist. <laughs> that oh, one yeah. was wet. I guess that's my cue. It's a wet fart. I don't worry. I put a wet fart in there. Do you want to tell oh, tell them how the game works? I wouldn't works? know. <laughs> oh. Um. So we're going going to be combining um the name of a an artist, a musical artist, and an artist uh <laughs> you know in the art world. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to give you a a sentence that will give you the clues to the names, and you will have to figure it out. The names will lead into each other. Just for example, um, Green Damien Hurst. That's uh, a mixture of Green Day and Damien Hurst. Mm. Um, just as an, as, as, as an example. Um, so everyone's ready? Yes. So everyone's ready. <laughs> I'm I've only got a few, um, and I'm going to be honest, the first one we may have done the last time we played the game. I've That's never, okay. Uh, I've never been more ready. I'll forget it. No doubt about it. All right. <clears throat> Let's start. Uh, this theorist is often considered the pioneer for abstraction in the West, as well as for foot fungus. Oh, okay. Ski Mask the Slump God is the uh-huh. later one. Oh, Wait, uh, say it one more time. This theorist is often considered the pioneer for abstraction in the West as well as for foot fungus. Abstraction in the West. We're the West, right? Yeah, I had to do the uh, never yes, eat soggy just as a, <laughs> I, We are the West, but just as a hint, it doesn't necessarily mean this person is from the West. Oh. They just were abstraction in the West. They were responsible for bringing it to the West. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just or, or, or I guess pioneering it. You know, ski, ski, Polinski, <laughs> at night, Polinski at night, half empty, <laughs> half full. Nice. I didn't. I love Pulaski at night. What is it? <laughs> oh. What if it is Pulaski? No, he was a war veteran, I think. <laughs> it's not him. <laughs> God, ski. 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 Oh, Ben Bobinski. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Is that a person? Who is that? Bobinski was the person who did the, the ball that had all the um, like pencil ends oh. on it, and it would roll around in the room. I'm happy to say that it wasn't him. It was a lady. 
Did I talk about that yeah, one? Her. Yeah, she was a lady. <laughs> yeah, she was a lady. Sorry, I I simply have no memory and of anything. No, for It'll some happen. reason, I only remember that from this entire podcast we've ever done. <laughs> uh, ski, 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 ski. Water gun. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jeez, good. Jeez, we're <laughs> brain dead. Oh, oh, I didn't even bring mine. Dane bed. Hey, you can say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I need another hint. Yeah, I'm dying. Um, I I don't know how to give you another hint. Honestly, what? Uh, is this our uh, first? You theme? got the second half. It's <laughs> good. Um, good. Uh, bitch, be for real. That's they're like Russian, a <laughs> and it's not Babinski or Polanski. No. Oh, Russian ski. Okay, I, I guess here's the hint I'll give you. The the Inski is really, you know, you're on it with Helens- that. Helensky. Oh! No. Because oh. <laughs> I was like, that rings a bell. That's a place. Oh. Binsky. Inski. Tinsky. Krasansky. Oh. <laughs> no. Nancy. Pelosi. Pelosi. Perovsky. Pierogies. Peroshki. What is that? The pierogi place. I'm with my brodies. They're different. They're not pierogies. Oh. Eating Wheaties. Eating. Um, I actually don't know. You guys want the answer? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Kandinsky. Kandinsky mask the slump god. You know what? And because I really was picturing SKI, I did not, I was not going to get it. If we had sat here for the next 30 days saying random sounds before Inski, though, we would have gotten there. I think you would have, yeah, for sure. SKY. All right, let's let's move to the next one, um, which, yeah. It's a beautiful day for this artist's work to survive through memes. And I will say that the, the answer is out of order from the hints. You too, and then oh, Joseph Joseph to you too. Yes. I, I was thinking Mr. Rogers. He said it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. That would be day. wrong. <laughs> to dig. We don't have to go on. All right, and this one, uh, this last one might be a little bit harder than the other two, mm-hmm. um, but let's get into it. <clears throat> this pioneer of the abstract expressionist movement known as Destel <laughs> left the door open. Oh, left the door open. I'm going to leave the door open. What is that? <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I don't know. You're on the right track. Um, oh yeah, that's not Bruno Mars. Who is it? It is Bruno <gasps> Mars. But it, I'm talking about the other guy though. The other guy that's with him on that song. Oh. Yeah, there's another guy with oh. him on that song. The weekend. <laughs> I have no. no. <laughs> I have no idea. Wait, is this off the new album? Um, like relatively new. I think it came out last year. Okay, okay, okay. Fuck. 
Anderson Pock. I was gonna say that too. Yeah, there you go. Out. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, wait. And the first one was. So that's the second half. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the pioneer of the abstract expressionist movement known as the style. The style. The <laughs> style. The <De> style. <laughs> and Anderson Pack is the second part. So it ends in ah. <laughs> Corny, as a hint, um, not only did we talk about this person briefly on some other episode for whatever reason, I did ask you about them today. Today? <laughs> Today. Oh, God. Can I look at my text? You can go ahead. Um, that will definitely give you the answer, probably. If not, I, I mean, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Adam Driver. <laughs> Adam Driver? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, 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 P.A. Mondrian, Dresden, Pac. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. Woo. And that concludes artist versus artist. Thanks, Andrew. That concludes that. Yeah, no problem. I always love doing a nice game. Um, I have to go get some more water, so I'm going to use this as a nice segue. And when I'll be when I come back, I will have... Uh, some things to present. Perfect. We're gonna take a small break. Ah! Welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody. I know what I know what you're gonna be doing. <laughs> Courtney looked into my eyes and I knew she was hovering over the the button for the intro. Welcome to Courtney's late night show. This is the part where I take over the podcast. Not like I don't always take over the podcast. And I have my own show. It's called Courtney's late night show. Is it late at night? No. Is it my own show? No. Am I Courtney? Mm-hmm. Hell fucking yeah. Tonight's guest is Leanne. Hi. <laughs> Leanne brought a friend with her. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting right there. No, he's farther. Right close. He's right there. Yeah. <gasps> oh Who's my your friend? God. He's actually, I think that's a killer whale wearing a tuxedo. And what's his name? I don't know what his name is. He doesn't. You've never asked? No, and he hasn't told. No, I have asked and he hasn't told me. Well, what? Just give him a name then. Orca. Okay. <laughs> Orca. The, the anger in it. <laughs> like if he's not gonna tell me, like I'm sorry, but. And um, what? Why'd you bring this guest today? He literally followed me in here. And um, what's his favorite type of popcorn? Um, it. I feel like. Okay, he's telling us caramel. He won't oh, say okay, his name, okay. but he is saying caramel just in case. And what's your favorite type of popcorn? Oh, oh, kettle corn in the big bag that you get it at when you go to like a farmer's market or something. And Andrew's favorite type of popcorn is none. He hates popcorn. Andrew likes the popcorn from Target. <laughs> no, he hates popcorn. Oh, um, Andrew hates popcorn. And he's not here to say it otherwise, so it stays in. Uh-oh, Andrew, are you back? Uh Oh, it sounds like he's not. (laughs) Keep talking about Andrew. Um, and and when did you two first meet? Um, probably about like thirty-five minutes ago. And what did you? How did you first fall in love with each other? Um, really, honestly, it was when he said caramel corn. I was like, wow, you. It really kind of humanized him. And what is the difference between caramel and kettle corn? Um, uh, oh my god, I feel like caramel corn is just caramel, but then kettle corn, is it like, 
Oh, is it just sugar? I don't know. This is not a pop quiz. I'm, I need, I'm asking you. I think it's just like caramel corn is like caramel and like it might like like caramel, but kettle corn I feel like is like sugary and it is less like there obviously is a crunch candy coating on it, but not in the way that the caramel corn has. <laughs> a crunch candy a crunch candy coating on it. <laughs> Now, where does smart food play into all of this? It doesn't. I got to tell you, I, Courtney's jaw just dropped. <laughs> she loves smart food so much. It doesn't. It doesn't play into it because, like, if I want popcorn, it's either going to be the little microwave kind, but atrocious. So bad. Okay, or, so let me put y'all on, okay? So the, the really, the best, I know the best popcorn, say. the best popcorn you're going to be looking for is the fire roasted sweet corn popcorn from Hers brand. I was literally now, so that, it's Heb. What? It's Heb. It's H-E-B. Heb, not hers. I'm literally looking at it. It's H-E-R-R <laughs> apostrophe S. Oh. I thought, I, I thought, I thought, oh, this, this shame on me. Because do you remember when we used to go to Ocean State Job Lot? Andrew, You're what flavor? Me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Uh, I mean, I guess I feel like I've only been there like once. We've been there before. There, they had it there, and I knew that you loved this brand, but I always thought it was Heb, which is a different brand, and we got a lot of Heb here. We have a lot of it, and I'm always like, I'm going to send Andrew a box of all these chips, so so good for <laughs> well, this. Well, it's not, it's not Heb. <laughs> it's not Heb. Have you ever had a Heb chip, though? You definitely have. No, I, uh, not that I can think of. They're, they have a spicy kind that you definitely would like. Sending, Let me look at the, the logo. I'm on it. I'm sending every. I'm sending Googled pictures of chips to the group chat. <gasps> and I knew it. No, this is. Uh, I'm losing my voice right now. You knew it. What the? I will say when I look up Heb, uh, the hers brand does come up. Are they related? I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're related in some way. I, but I always thought they were one and the same. I looked up Heb chips in. What came up was an ad for a perfectly puffed Dorito on eBay for $17,000. That's the one next to it. A rare giant Dorito chip, $10,000. <laughs> Why is it rare? It literally looks like a chicken nugget. It's not giant. Oh, it's literally just a chunk of the nacho cheese flavor. Very tasty, probably. That's what it said. We should buy it. 101 Should we make an watchers. offer? 101 watchers, $10,000. If you break it up into 24 months, it would only be $430 a month. <laughs> Let's do it. If everyone listens to Art Farts right now, we can afford the rare giant Dorito. You guys can have, you can hold stock in my giant Dorito. <laughs> Sounds dirty. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I just shook everything. The crowd is gasping. People are covering their children's ears. Do not let your if this is not clear, do not let your child listen to her parts. Oh hoo hoo. Alright, I think for the for with the I'm done now. I'm done. Help us. Help us. Uh, you, think, you think it's about time? I think it's about time that we start. you start. Yeah, I think we're ready, Andrew. Enlighten us. Can you make us a little bit smarter somehow, maybe? Please. I can try, um, although I can't promise anything. 
but I'll, I'll get into I it. Trust I'll, you. you know, let's just let's just start off. You shouldn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> but what I'm going to be talking about today is a series of paintings, uh, of very simple looking paintings, and you know, you guys can look them up as soon as I say them. There's no secrets being hidden here. That that caused a little bit of uproar. Ooh, uproar! Uh, and and those those that series I'm going to be talking about today is "Who's Afraid of Red, Yellow, and Blue?" Um, and this is a series of paintings painted by Barnett Newman. I got some conflicting results uh, uh, saying that they were painting between 1966 um, and 1970. And also that they were painted between 1969 and 1970. Um, but I believe they were started painting in 1966. I believe that is the true uh, starting date. Mm-hmm. Who can get their story So let me... Clear? I'm going to get this story clear. I will be <laughs> the one. And uh, There was actually... I went into these um, knowing... I, I knew that they were at least a little bit important to art history... Um, and I was actually surprised by how little there there was about them and about uh, their, their their shit, their meaning, whatever. We'll we'll get into that. Shit, their um, meaning. Yeah, their shit, their meaning. I wanted to start with just a short introduction of uh, Barnett Newman, the person who painted them. Um, so he was a painter, a theorist, a political activist and a teacher from New York. And his view of art and his approach to making it kind of stemmed from his experience uh, studying philosophy, which is a little interesting. Um, it, it, to me, like, when I, when I see that, when I read that, like, it just means that his art kind of has, like, a more thought-out meaning to it. Like, he is kind of... It is kind of outsider art. He's not... Uh, a painter by by i guess upbringing or anything uh he he became a painter very late in life mm. he didn't start painting until he was 30 retirement um <laughs> uh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, the jury's still out on if whether that was retirement or not but uh before before he started painting he spent most of his time teaching and working at his father's men menswear store and writing um, and again, like I said, studying philosophy. And even after he had started painting, it took him uh, almost 10 years to consider any of his artwork mature. And he actually destroyed all of his artwork up until that time. <laughs> What's up with people doing this? Why do, this, why do they do this? Dramatic. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I get it. Like, sometimes there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that I, 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 art in quotation marks, that I have made, you know, up until a certain point that I'm like, I just, it's just not representative of me, not representative of the direction I'm going. So I think no one should see it. That's like when people like delete everything on their Instagram and they're like, probably, probably going to start exactly. over Exactly. Oh, that makes sense. Which I literally did a mm. few weeks ago. So. Mm. <laughs> um, Man's hot <heart> echoed. <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? Uh-huh. So he wanted to become an art teacher for a while. Uh, and I guess in New York, there is this like standard art teaching test that you have to pass. Um, and he failed that test many, many times. Uh, and eventually he put out an ex- exhibition with some other artists called Can We Draw? The Board <laughs> of Examiners says 
No. Uh, uh. And it was um, an exhibit of a bunch of arts that he had put together that he, uh, I guess, I mean, I guess he had to submit them to to the examiners for this test and they, they determined that they weren't good enough. Um, as well as other artists who had done the same thing. Um, I'm not sure if Mark Rothko was part of this exhibition, but I know they were friends. Uh, they, they were in the same circle. Um, and he also wrote a foreword of the catalog for the first exhibition of the American Modern Artists, uh, which, and this catalog served as a protest uh, of the, the Met for not including enough modern artists in their exhibitions. So even early in, early in his career, you know, he was a very fiery person. He, he stirred up a lot of trouble, um, and he had a lot to say about the art world. So let me get into the actual pieces. What, uh, what is Who's Afraid of Red, Yellow, and Blue? Uh, so Who's Afraid of Red, Yellow, Blue? Red, sorry, Who's Afraid of Red, Yellow, and Blue is a series of four large paintings they're several meters in dimension. I believe the biggest one is like uh, three meters by six meters. Uh, they're, they're, some of them are landscapes. Some of them are, is portrait the up, upright? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. So they're, uh, they're turned in completely different ways, obviously. Uh, and let me describe these to those who, can't, who don't have the opportunity to look at them. Driving, uh, the, you? if you're driving or if you're, I don't know, if you're like in the middle of you're camping, you're paragliding or something, oh. and you're listening to us instead of paying attention to the date. I can't really think of anything. You're are camping. You on a date what, right now? You, are we in one headphone or are we playing out loud for both of you? Oh, I'm actually, yeah, I'm on a date right now. Actually, oh my god, um, he's shushing her. I think maybe yeah, he's on uh, a date with a guy. Well, not, oh. <laughs> Not great. Uh, she hasn't been paying attention to me because I'm not. I'm not paying attention to her. Um, She's listening to the podcast I'm, from last week. I'm recording the, the podcast. Oh, well, that's kind of weird. I mean, she's if she's a fan of the podcast, and wouldn't she want to listen to it being made? Whatever. It, it's besides the point. Um, so most of these paintings have a lot of red on them. Uh, three out of four of them, I'd say, are. Like the background is completely red. Uh, they all of them contain three colors, and those three colors are red, yellow, and blue. Um, most of them are red with just like a line of blue and yellow to the side. The first one is completely red, and then on the left side, there is a blue line going down um, all the way to the left. And on the right side, there's a yellow line, much thinner than a blue line, going down all the way to the right. The second one is another red background, uh, but there is a blue line going down the middle and two yellow lines on either side, all the way to the right and left. Um, I guess not all the way. There's still some space for red on, on the sides of them, but not a lot. The third one is red with basically the same concept of, as the first one. Uh, blue line to the left and yellow line to the right, uh, except it's flipped to landscape. Um, and then the third one is half red, half yellow, with a blue, th a thick blue line. Except, did I say third? Fourth one. Mm -hmm. 
is half red, half yellow, with a thick blue line separating them. Amen. 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 Um, So the last installation in this ended up being uh, his final painting. Ever? By by the way, yes. Ah. He uh, he died shortly after, I believe. Um, And he he started the series with no intentions. Uh, He basically, the first one, he covered it completely in red. And then eventually he was like, well, shit, you know, I don't. I don't really know where to go to this. This bright red, there's only really two colors that fit with this. uh, And those colors are yellow and blue. Mm -hmm. And he really had no idea what he wanted it to be, what it wanted to represent. But he had kind of painted himself into a corner. uh, Because all he could do was was put yellow and blue on there. And in the end... uh, I. This and this is part of part of this is was hard to like research. I, I feel like there's a lot of theory that goes into this, um, and also just like some pretty deep art history that I'm not yet familiar with. Uh, but apparently, at the time, there was like a specific wave of art that kind of claimed the use of red, yellow, and blue. And that was, uh, I think it was, what is it, Danish? Dutch? Hold on a second. You got this. Danish? Uh, (laughs) I choose Danish. Hold on a second. Dutch. It's Dutch. um, De de style, style, like I mentioned before. uh, Spelled uh, D-E-S-T-I-J-L. That's two different words, D-E space S-T-I-J-L, a.k.a. Neoplasticism. Oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) You sounded very disappointed when I said that. Um, No. Okay, just making sure. You really sounded upset. Just making sure. Um, Um, No, I've decided I won't be. If you have something to say, then go ahead and say it then. Mm, No. Great. All right. I'll just keep <laughs> going then. Um, De style or a.k.a. neoplasticism basically had this this claim upon using the primary colors red, yellow and blue in in abstract expressionism. Um, and I this kind of confused me when I first read it because I felt like I had seen uh and I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. I guess when you look up, uh, the the pioneer of this movement was Piet uh, Mondrian. Mm-hmm. Mondrian? Pierre? Is it Pierre you said Pierre, before? Yeah. Pierre Mondrian. Mondrian. Oh. Uh, come on, serious, serious <laughs> talking to me. Here's what, what, the f- here's what I found. <laughs> she was so fast. She's a good co-host. Um, yeah, I don't know what the hell she's doing. Here's what I found. But if you look up... <laughs> <laughs> if you look up P.A. Mondrian, uh, which is P-I-E-T space M-O-N-D-R-I-A-N. Come on. Can A-A-N. We, uh, come on. Double A. Uh, is it a double A? Because everything I've seen is oh, not a double A. Actually, he changed his name. It used to be 
NCAA, but after 1906. What a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, when you if you look up Piet Mondrian, Mondrian, you'll see the style of art that he is very much known for. We were talking about it on one episode earlier that I I don't remember why we were talking Ball about guy. it. But 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 oh right right because right, he had the influence right. Um, three things I in re- this picture. <laughs> yeah, I remembered when I uh, ended when I saw. The shoes that come up when you look up his name. I was like, oh, we looked at those. Um, but he kind of had, uh, for lack of a better term, a, a chokehold on the colors red, yellow, and blue um, in the early 1900s. Uh, a lot of abstract expressionists were afraid to use it because they they felt like that was, you know, his thing. That was the thing of the de style movement um and the main principles of his paintings were uh bringing painting down to its core elements uh being vertical and horizontal straight lines the primary colors and black and white um they basically the whole movement was just kind of seeing the world at its most basic elements um at its essential form newman was always a critic of this uh, he felt it was very restrictive in people and people's art. Um, you know, people were going into painting following these specific rules. Um, he felt it was too systematic, and he his work was just much more intuitive. Like I said, he started the "Who's Afraid of Red, Yellow, and Blue" paintings uh, without any goal of what they would look like. He kind of he just you know did them as it came to him. Um, so at the, what he ended up doing was making it kind of a display of him using the colors red, yellow, and blue um, in a painting. He kind of wanted it to be like he had completely restarted painting. He had begun painting from the beginning of painting without any history of there ever being paintings, and he was using these three primary colors, red, yellow, and blue, as if no one had ever really, um, you know, claimed them the way that Pierre Mondrian had. Um, and sorry, I've lost my place. Uh, it happens to the best of us. You're doing amazing. And he just, you oh, are. Thank you. And thank you. Sweaty. I'm very sweaty. Um, me too. He, he just kind of wanted to, the, the paintings to be more about the actual expression of the color uh, and, and just showing what these colors represent rather than some kind of systematic, you know, breaking down of the, of the natural world. You have to follow these rules. And I, I, I do feel like he kind of accomplished that in a way. Um, I, I forgot to mention, I did want to mention this is going to be, I felt like this is going to be a little short, a little shorter than usual. I don't have too much more t- to talk about. You're doing great. Uh, I have a question, so. Cause, <laughs> yeah, do you want to ask them now? No, you keep going, because what if you tell me? Um, well, I'm not going to be, t- I'm going to be specifically talking about some, an event now, so, you, you know, it might be a good time to uh, ask your question okay so his the who's afraid of red yellow and blue is 
added has been added to the long list of uh, artworks that have been attacked. No. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, these yeah. you split the these room. have been attacked. Um, all they of them so, have been attacked. Not Brand all of them, news. but more but more than one. Oh, I saw um, this when I googled it. I've been waiting for this. Oh. So in in 1986, a man named Gerard John von Bladeren. What uh, word? <laughs> John von. John von. Gerard Joby. John von. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, John Gerard Bob. John von Bladeren. Um, he attacked Who's Afraid of Red, Yellow, and Blue 3 with a knife. Why is he mad? Uh, while, it, while it was on display at the Stadelijk Museum in Amsterdam. Stab I can't this, pronounce it. Stab This Museum. St- the, stab this, the Stab This Peace Museum in Amsterdam. Uh, Stadelijk? Oh, that was great. Okay, yeah, you, whatever. You're lying. I am. Um, so that was in 1989. He did make contact with it and stab it and cut it up a little bit. Uh, and that was in 1986. In 1991, a man by the name of Daniel Goldreyer restored it. But unfortunately, he was criticized by art critics. For restoring uh, yeah, for the way he restored it. They said that his restoration was not good enough, uh, that that the sections of the red, yellow, and blue had lost their subtle nuances, mm-hmm. and that Goldreyer had applied house paints with a with a roller. That was their accusation. Well, then they should um, just do it. Yeah, what then the hell? Make it. a new one. Make a new one. So Critics basically spun this narrative that it had been destroyed twice, uh, once by Bladeren and then again by Goldreyer. Uh, this ended up severely damaging Goldreyer's career, and he ended up suing the museum uh, and the city of Amsterdam. He originally wow. sued for $125 million. Uh, I think he won like $400,000 in the end. Um but anyways, nearly 20 years later, it was publicly revealed that Goldreyer actually had, yeah, he did use acrylic paints, and he also did use a roller to restore the painting. So critics were actually right. He did do all the things that they were saying he did. Wow. Um, <laughs> in so. the end, and in the end, you were right. <laughs> I hope in you the had, end. I hope you had the time of your life. Um, but it doesn't end there. Uh, oh. Van 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 Blard Van Blarder, Blarder, What? I feel like I spelled his name differently. Every I did. I did spell his name differently, and I don't know what his real name is. Blotterin Van Blotterin. Blotter, uh, actually, <laughs> he actually came back for more. Blather around. Oh wait, hold on. Side note: Did you guys see they're making Jackbox Party Packs ten? Apparently, they make them every year. I just learned this. They release a new one every year. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Um, uh, Blatteran actually came back from more in 1997. He he learned about the restoration, finally, when the restoration was in 1991. So it took him, you know, a few years to learn about the restoration. Uh, And he wasn't happy about it. So he actually, he called into the museum uh, and warned that he was going to attack again. 
so he he ended up coming to, he come he came to the museum he looked around but he could not find who's afraid of red yellow and blue three and instead decided to attack a different newman painting called cathedra uh and ended up cutting up that uh and at the time red yellow and blue three was actually in storage so it was it was safe the whole time oh. Uh, this guy was just really mad. I couldn't, I really, like, I'm sure there's something out there, but in all the things I read, I couldn't really find any kind of reasoning for why he did that. Uh, I assume some people just look at a lot of um, modern art and color field type paintings and they see it and they're like, well, this shouldn't be here. Uh, you know, I could paint this or whatever. Why is why is it here? And they get mad about it. That's the only thing I could assume. Hmm. Um, red, yellow, and blue three was not the only painting to be attacked, though, because red, yellow, and blue four was attacked in 1982, uh, just before it was revealed to the public. Dang! It was attacked by a man by the name of Joseph Nicholas Clear, uh, and this specifically has to do with how red. Yellow and blue four looks. That's why he uh, hated it. Which uh, he well, he said it was a perversion of the German flag. Oh. Uh, which, like, yeah, I could kind of see it. I don't. I'm pretty confident that was not Newman's intention mm-hmm. with it. Uh, but he was very confident that it was a perversion of the German flag, and so he attacked it. And he said that his attack completed it. Oh. Um. So I guess he was trying. To make it better. Per, is the word pervert, pervert, pervert? Is that a verb? Pervert. Per, it Perverse? Weird. It's weird when you I say mean, like. Pervert is a noun. Pervert. But pervert is a to pervert. verb, right? Yeah. To yeah. Ruin. So I guess he was trying to pervert the German flag further. Um, so I, I, I guess he didn't like German people? I'm confused. I guess. Well, he said he, his attack completed it, so like he really wanted to pervert the German flag, is uh-huh. what I assume. So he liked it. He was like, "I agree. Let me help." You can pervert is a verb, right? And a noun. That's what I. That's what, yeah. Okay, and that makes sense. Put that on a T-shirt. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> pervert. <laughs> pervert like is a verb <laughs> and a noun. <laughs> that's our merch. <laughs> Sorry, well, I shook the desk. What it says, pervert is a verb. I don't know. Yeah, and it's on a T-shirt and on the front and the back. I like that. I'd wear that. That's, we'll make it um, today. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's really all I got. Just a quick one today. Just a nice a nice little quick one. Thanks, nice Andy. Quick, oh, nice little quickie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the one night stand of podcasts. Just a one night stand, a little quickie. The one night stand of podcast because you only listen to one episode. <laughs> yeah, before you're done with us, you're like that was probably enough. Um, I, I, my question's actually a comment. Can I do it now? <laughs> yeah. You could have done it so long ago. No, I, I was inviting you to do it. It was kind of out of left field, but um, okay. In looking up more about the they still, they still, um, movement. <laughs> Did you know that it, it it kind of like broke boundaries of art movements and it 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 transcended beyond art and it went into it it had influence in 
I look, this is from me looking this up now. It had influences on Bau, Bauhaus. I never know how to say that. Bauhaus? 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 Yeah. Um, so, like, it, it, like, houses were made in the style of this style oh. with lines and, and, like, portrait lines and horizontal lines and shit. And then also music, apparently. There was a guy named Jacob Van Domselaer who was a close friend to Piet Mondrian. Um, and he joined in. He was like, I want to be part of this day. Still, still shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you make music. And it was revolutionary music because it used horizontal and vertical musical elements to make the music. And I had Leon look up him on Spotify and we can play. Hold on. What? What is a horizontal or vertical musical element? I, have I don't no know. Do you want to hear it? Should I play it? Yeah. It's <laughs> you can turn it up, probably. Turn it up. We're gonna get this is as high as it goes now. <laughs> copyright stricken. I don't think anyone will know anything about this. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, I really do like this. Wait, I feel changed. Oh. I wasn't expecting it to well, be good. This shit's kind of lovely. I'll be honest with you. While you are listening to this, I can't hear a single thing. Wait, get, so. put him close to my ear. Can you hear it now? I have it. I have it put up to Courtney's ear to have Andrew hear it. Andrew? He's not. He's entranced. <laughs> Andrew, this is, oh my God, Andrew, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when is that from? That is from him. <laughs> I think Andrew said when. Okay, that's not a date. <laughs> that is from 1913, between 1913 and 1916. That is from him. <laughs> that's from 1913? Isn't that beautiful? That's on Spotify. Hold on, that doesn't sound possible. How I'm, do you make that kind of music in 1913? I don't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the first five texts on Courtney's phone are group chats filled with emojis. That feels that feels scary. That's a copy and paste. <laughs> That's my information. Um, still, it the the it's called experimental experiments in artistic style. Proven von Stilkunst. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to send that to me. I just I sent it. <laughs> Yeah, so um, definitely going to put that on the Instagram. Bitch. Bitch. Whoa, Jesus Christ. Bitch. Um, Andrew, that was wonderful and lovely, and I feel... That was a good bitch break. Thanks. <laughs> Did Andrew's sound break up for you? All I heard was, thanks. Uh-huh. Oh, it sounded like you turned into a robot. It was like this, <laughs> thanks. Like, it was like robot voice. Thank you. Whoa, <laughs> Andrew, that was fucking scary. Are you over what? I that was literally the most like half-assed robot voice maybe I've ever done in my life. Maybe it's because it's through the headphones. I don't know. Listeners, you can comment on the Instagram. Let us know if Andrew sounded really like a robot in that clip. Andrew's, you are hiding the fact that you are masterful with the impressions. You can do robot. You're your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you're your mom. <laughs> 
pulled him down. <laughs> He's gonna be real upset about that one. Aww. The fact that we said your dad at the same time. Your dad. <laughs> um, the fact that I can do a Christopher Walken impression really well. Where am I going? Uh-huh. And let's hear it. <laughs> I'm Christopher Walken. In the city, in the city. All right, great. I'm Christopher Walken here. Every time. And the first okay. one has hand motions, and the second one has aggressive <laughs> hand motions. All right, here's my Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> no one asked, but here we go. I drink uh-huh. your milkshake. <laughs> my Daniel Radcliffe impression. <laughs> I'm under the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should end we should end with impressions now. <laughs> I wanna No, we shouldn't. No, please, one more round, one more round. Okay, go you can keep going. Andrew, for sure. I mean, you do I, so so Sylvester Stallone, help me. Stiletto Stallone. Uh, <laughs> Jared I, Leto. I really I can't. Like I I I I genuinely cannot think of what he sounds like. Lady Gaga, Andrew. Do Lady Gaga. I'm on the bed. It's like she's here. <laughs> okay, now we, we do round robin. Now, Andrew, you tell Leanne to do someone. <laughs> what <All right>. the? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, do Ezra Miller. Oh. oh, I should be in jail. I don't know where I am, but it should be jail. <laughs> and now, round robin, you tell me to do someone. Courtney, do. Adam Driver. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. What was in that goddamn sandwich? <laughs> Every day I wake up! <laughs> um, yeah, that was fun. I had fun. I'm sweating so much. <laughs> we shouldn't do improv or anything of the sorts. I... No. Uh, you, I wish I had... I wish I was talented. You know, we really are good at, though. Doing covers of songs. We are. Give me a beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Should we go do karaoke soon? We're like a human jukebox. Um, Put no. a quarter in me. <laughs> we're like a human jukebox, but every time you play a song, it sounds worse than the last time you remember Ooh, it. Ooh, I love that. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> Ooh, that's me. Um... What's been tickling your butthole recently? Anyone? <laughs> Literally nothing. I've had quesadillas and scrambled eggs for every meal for the past week. Uh, the Ce- silence is telling. Ceiling fans. Oh, yeah. I don't have one, but I'd like one. Yeah? Yeah. Would you, once when we worked at, we worked, we used to work at a summer camp. I had a box fan like rigged Mm -hmm. to the ceiling of my cabin, like the rafters with string. So it was pointed down at me. I was scared it was going to come off and hit me and kill me, but sometimes that's the risk you have to take. Oh, were you in the village? Yeah, it was was in village four. I was like, we had ceiling fans. If you know, you know, (laughs) village four, I had it strapped above me just inches from my nose. I would like to put one in my room now. Yeah? Yeah. I think we can get you one. It's a little too hot in Washington State at this time. Uh, not, not enough of our windows open fully. And we were not meant for this. We weren't built for Seattle was not built for this. Nope. Nope. 
Um, me and Andrew. I have an AC though. Okay. Me and Andrew are gonna see each other next week. That's so true. That's literally so exciting. Art fart reunion. What the <laughs> hell? Do you still want to go to the uh, museum? Yes, I would love to. We're gonna go to a museum, and then we'll have new, fresh things to talk about. So we're never ending. Art farts is never ending. I'll be on oh, a side God. quest here in Seattle, trying to find <laughs> some art history. Leanne's just digging a hole outside. <laughs> She's like, I will find it. Waiting. I make a sinkhole in our front I'm waiting yard. for some kind of idiotic podcast studio to, to find us and say, hey, maybe we, maybe we should pay these people to do this. It, it really, it just, um, it takes one episode, you know? It takes one episode to get, to get things rolling to get discovered everyone you can submit us onto spotify's upcoming indie podcast to be on their radar their podcast radar i promise we're indie um we're indie because we're doing this diy style i don't wear belts so, so even if you don't listen to us let us tell spotify that you do give us a good if they don't listen to us how are they gonna hear this i know <laughs> i know i'll uh i'll put it on the instagram because if they don't listen to us, they look at the Instagram, I'm for sure. Putting it on my Etsy. Guaranteed. And it just takes a little... We just need a little rolling. We have been on a steady up incline. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a have very we? steady drop down. <laughs> so, yeah, we have been on an incline. So That's nice. Yeah. Good to hear. And we're, we're, we have like 60 listeners. I love... Oh... Thank You're you, lying. guys. No, I'm serious. I don't think that they listen to the whole thing, but we have 60 people click on us. That's sweet. Okay, that's pretty cool. Right, right. I think we can get to 100. So, and next, Tell your friends. Next episode is going to be our one-year anniversary. Oh! Oh! So, that's pretty exciting. That's so fun. Awesome. That's all I fucking got to say today. Awesome. Yeah, I don't, nothing itched our scratch. I'm going to go watch my TV show. Guess what I'm watching? What are you watching? Muppets fucking basketball. Got you, bitch! Shit! Got you, bitch! Shit! I already... Well, I feel like you probably already know Barbie Ferreira said she's not coming back for the next season of Victoria. I did not know. <laughs> oh, I told Evan and they were like, yeah, she announced it yesterday. I'm not online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>